Welcome to episode 60 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm still Jared Dobb. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. <laughs> happy New Year. Yeah, happy, happy New Year. Happy new decade. Yeah, anyway, we're in, we're in the 20s. I saw a funny meme where it was like, okay, guys, now we're in the 20s. We got to go back to like pressed suits and all that fancy stuff, you know, looking like old school gangsters and whatnot. But I'm for that. That'd be sweet. I mean, doesn't fashion kind of come back over yeah. time? It goes in cycles. <clears throat> I'm waiting for the powder wigs to come back. No. You know what? Maybe they will. I'm a ball guy. I could. Maybe they will. <laughs> I could go for a nice powdered wig. You know what? That that should be a spoof video of some sort for us <laughs> in the future. Like enough powder that, like, if you're on the range shooting, there's like puffs of powder. Puffs of powder. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to cool. still have to do the uh, the uh, the video with the referee that we talked about. Yes, I know. Because I, I, dude, I was watching. I showed Ethan the other day, Coach Hines, the older video from Comedy Central. I don't know if you've ever seen him, mm-hmm. dude. That would be like the perfect act. For a funny, you know, I don't know, trying to be like an Instagram shooter. I just want to do that video so bad. But I do too. Yeah. I've got a we have man. to have have to have warmer weather. Oh well. And one of my goals for this year, speaking of goals for this year, and this is probably going to keep coming up because I'm going to keep coming up with goals for this year throughout the year. Um, but one of my big goals for the year is to schedule in more range time with people. Um, I know you have Paul. Black Iron Gunner coming out out to your range today to film, and that's and the, that's kind of stuff that I want to get done this year. Um, I'm going to wait till it's not 12 degrees outside to do it. But um, dude, you got to sometimes you just got to capitalize on the moment. You got to carpe the diem. Yeah, but I want to get time with you on the range. I got to get you out here and me come out there. Yeah, because we have a couple of videos that we've we've talked about doing, and and as much as as doing collaboration is a big part of what we do. I was just thinking about this the other day, like besides this podcast, we don't really collaborate on much. And uh, I feel like that's something that you and me could do better job up together. is kind of helping each other that way. So that's uh, on the, my blackboard behind me, my head's blocking right now, but we got a big old list of, of people that we want to meet with this year. Um, I mean, there's no way we're going to get get through all of them, but we're starting out with the with the big list and and working away from there. Yeah, yeah. I I think I would I would definitely agree with that as well. I I find that I have good intentions to collaborate with people, and there is so much value in it. But executing that and actually doing it, you know, yep. making the effort to make it happen is where I, I I fall short almost every time. And it's just, it's just because you kind of get into these weeks where you're, I don't know, you feel like you're hanging onto a freight train and you blink and it's Friday and you're probably the same way. When I hit the weekend, I really unplug from the business and I have to, I have, I've got a little family, um, which we just added a, a fourth to. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, I, I, I need to make sure that I'm, I'm setting aside that time of the weekend. So I only have five days in the week where I can really focus 110% and, and give it my full effort. So I feel like I just kind of blink my way through those weeks and then I get into those turn into months. And then I'm like, man, I haven't even haven't done this with this person or we talked about doing this giveaway so we could 
capture emails and we wanted to do all this other stuff and then we never did. So mm-hmm. it's dude. And it, you know, earlier, I guess the end of 2019, November, whenever we, we hired Ridge and that's been a huge help. But what's super weird about that is as soon as he got on board, I, when I thought we would get freed up, it just means we execute faster and we're busier. Yep. We have way more stuff that we're accomplishing and way more projects going on at the same time. So it's, it's like this weird cyclone effect. And although it, it has definitely taken a load off my shoulders, having extra people on board, getting to things and committing to things like collaborating with people or even just getting out to the range and shooting has been very difficult. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things I've found just in general is that, um, you know, I hire somebody to help take the load off so that I can, you know, maybe do less, but usually what it turns into is I find more to do with my time, which then creates more to do, uh, which is the way it should be. You know, it's, that's what I should be trying to do. It is, 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 you know, hire somebody to take, take stuff on so I can do more, which creates more work and then find somebody to do that. So I can, you know, that's how you get growth. Um, yeah, but it wasn't supposed to happen that fast, Greg. Oh, that's, (laughs) I mean, Dusty's full time with me now and, um, it's only been like a few days and I'm already seeing, uh, I'm already seeing it happen. Like he's taking on a lot of stuff that I was doing and I am just as busy, if not more busy now. And so now I'm sitting here thinking, how was I doing that and doing some of this or, you know, it's, uh, it's really exciting. That's, that's one of the things that I am hoping that, you know, just think about trying to meet with all these people, um, is daunting, but I'm also comparing that to what like last year's schedule was like and manpower was like, and quite frankly, I could send dusty and then maybe get Greg Hampton or something to go and meet with these people. I like, I don't have to be there. Um, I want to be there. And I really think that, that that's a strength that I have. Um, I have a good picture of how I want videos to come together. And, um, and I lean on Greg on that too, a lot, obviously, but, uh, but that's just something that I see me still, you know, wanting to get involved with. So maybe that's something I, me and a film guy go out and do and Dusty does, does something else, but right. it's going to be an exciting year just to see what we can do now that I've got another full-time set of hands. And, um, you know, who, you know, who knows? I, I started out 2019 with me and like a third time Dusty and I ended the year with, two full-time guys and two part-time guys. And um, so who knows where you know, things will end up this year. That's just, it's so exciting. It's, it's a little scary too. I'll be honest. Like got this nice, nice new big shop. I got a few more bills added to things. And part of me, um, you know, I'd lie if that wasn't a little scary and daunting, like, you know, what's going to happen. Uh, you know, is this going to be an up year? Is this going to be a down year? Am I going to have these new products that I have in my mind going to work out? And, um, but I just know looking over 
2018, 19, even before that, uh, where I thought things were going to go in January, uh, I, I could not have forecasted where that where they were going to go by the end of the year. So I'm excited to see where this year goes and even this decade. I think over the last 10 years, all the things that's happened, um, it's it's crazy what can happen in just 10 short years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see where we go too. I I feel the pressure as well. I feel like this is the first year that I have what I would I would kind of describe it as financial pressure just because we've increased we've increased that floor. You know what I mean? The the minimum we have to make as a company to be alive, to be successful, to be thriving moving forward. But like you and I were talking before the podcast, you get to a point where you have to do that. You have to bring on somebody to initiate growth because you are maxed out or I'm maxed out. You just can't do any more yourself. Um, or maybe there's, you know, for me, there's people that are better than me at things like sales. So it's just one of those, one of those times where we, we realized at the end of 20, 2019, it's like, you, you got to get people on board. It's going to add stress and pressure, but it's one of those necessary steps. Yep. And I, I just feel like, 2019 was a pivotal year because we made decisions at the end of 2018 and we stuck with them throughout the entire year. So that to me was incredible. And that was a lot harder than I would have, would have thought there were temptations to, to stray from the course, but we had committed and said, this is the path we're going and this is what we're doing. And I'll be a hundred percent honest that some of the decisions we made at the end of 2018 to be conservative I guarantee resulted that our sales were lower than what they could have been, but we were a more profitable company um, on the end of 2019. And, you know, that's what I was looking for. And that allowed us because we were more profitable, allowed us to make the investments that we did toward the end of the year. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride. And, and for me, one of the main goals for me, just even this month is to just get all systems go. And right now we've got so much stuff underway. The new website is almost there. I'd say it's probably 75% complete and it's been taking a long time, mostly because of me just supplying the content, the context, all the word, you know, all the descriptions, all that stuff. But we have that going. We're still waiting to completely update finale our inventory software with the new SKUs because our current website is running off of all the old SKUs and I don't want to add the new SKUs until the new website is in place. So it's like this weird limbo mode yeah. where there's multiple things that are kind of relying on each other, but they're all at a, at a standstill. So there's just getting all systems go for me. Once we do that, we're going to be rolling into, uh, into 2020. And, and the cool thing is, you know, we designed, I don't know, did I ever talk about shooting towers at all on here? Shooting towers? I feel like Not I didn't even talk about that. So yeah, you know, we're expanding our lineup in 2020 and I have a couple different ranges that we are, I'd say it's probably a 60%, maybe 70% chance this year building their shoot towers, you know, four or five story towers that are platforms, helipads, rappel lines, all that stuff. Sweet. So our, our business is taking a major step forward. We already have our bullet traps designed 
and I teased them on Instagram. Pretty soon you'll see a full out unveiling of what our indoor bullet traps look like. And it's, it's things like that that are going to take TA targets from, okay, this is a, a good company. People think we're huge already, but we're just this little company that's selling a ton of steel targets. Well, now we're going to move into all of the different range systems and ultimately into the indoor ranges and full out range systems in that realm. So it's, it's insane. And, and that's why I feel like I'm getting really old really fast because all of this stuff is just insane to try to fit into the, the time period that we've been trying to fit it into. But that's next level stuff. So it, it might take two years, but my goal is to just get all systems in place so that we can just start rolling out those new products right. and, and run. That's ultimately what, what what I've been doing too is trying to, you know, since we got finale and we have, we have all of our big, big selling items in there, but I still need to get, um, which frankly is a lot of SKUs is soon to get all of our custom shop Neomags in there, which I, it's one of my goals for this year. I, I, I kind of want to revamp all the custom shops and, and, uh, give those all a new look. And, um, I do want to give my entire, like everything new SKUs, um, which is daunting to think about, but what we have now just doesn't make sense. And there's a mix of SKUs from like three different programs that we've used over the years that are all mixed in there. It's kind of a mess. That's how we are. And that's why we're starting to consolidate. And I've had people tell me, Oh, it's not worth it. Just keep running. Like, what does it even matter? And and there's, there's bigger companies that have told me that. And I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, when I'm trying to search for records of things and, this product is the same product, but it changed SKUs yep. like four times over, <laughs> over five years. And just like, you know what? 2020 is a year that we are creating our forever SKUs and we're running with them. And yep. there will be a method and a mindset. And I'm just done screwing around with 40 products that have, I don't know, not even 40 products, but 40 combos or whatever of SKUs that we've got. It's just obnoxious. Yeah, and that's all. Honestly, that's all stuff I'm gonna gladly hand over to Dusty to figure out. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Ethan handles. So, so we have a pretty good, pretty good breakup of who handles what. I don't really get into the weeds with Finale. Ethan does all of that, but I don't know. Maybe I'll get involved. I, I get involved with the the website end, and ultimately, that's where we store all of the SKU numbers and you can export from the website into finale and just essentially erase all the old and then bring in and import all the new as soon as it starts communicating with the new site. But yeah, it's, it's going to be a mess. I just know that this month I January. So I'll say it this way. January is normally a slow month for us and it's starting off as not a slow month already. I, I don't know what changed between last year and this year, but People have been ordering through the end of December and all weekend. Yeah. And we've just had orders flowing in and I'm sitting back here like, like, this is awesome. But at the same time, we're honestly, I have a couple invoices to send out for orders and we're going to be matching January's total sales of last year, probably tomorrow, Yeah, which is insane. And I, I've never 
So I've found the, the last few years have kind of proved this. I find that the end of the year um, kind of craze, the Black Friday craze, whatever you want to call it. Um, I find that 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 has propelled us into the next year um, because I think more people find you know and more people probably find you that time of year and so like I I can go back and look at our sales stats and I'll see a step up each January um, I, I think like the first couple of years of business I used to think that January is a slow time but um, and it's not a crazy time of sales, but it's, but it's, it's not the lowest time of the year. I, I found that, but For then me, it, it normally is. That's the funny thing. Really? But anyway, yeah, yeah I, I think, I think typically for us, it's been like March or April or something like that. Um, it's kind of our slowest time, but, um, honestly, January just with, with, uh, you know, it's New Year's kind of vacationish time a week that first week, and then three weeks later you have Shot Show. Um, just that alone, you know, throwing that into the into the first month of the year, and then with us having a new shop and, and all that stuff, it's this is not a slow time of year for us. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and honestly, I think the reason, just looking at the stats, the reason why we are able to um, to grow. And, and our sales pick up so much in the spring is because of law enforcement sales and those law enforcement sales in the spring are around that time where you were, you were saying is, is kind of slow for you. That's when we make a major jump just because that's when departments have their, you know, they have their budgets in place and they're ready to order. So normally, yeah, normally around March, April, May, we're just slammed with freight orders you know, we've got skids waiting to go out down here in the shipping area and it kind of creates a bottleneck. And I, I fully expect that that'll be the same scenario this year, especially with Jeff on board and him pushing all of his contacts. I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, this, this year is going to be, it's going to be hard to compare this year to last year just with, well, cause last January 1st, last year I released, the Rask, um, you know, so we did that a, a, a really nice January last year with having a new product come out and stuff. Um, I'm not releasing a new product this month, so you know it's going to be hard to compare last January to this January. But we also have we also have more products now. We also have the Century Strap that, um, you know, so it's just this year really is going to look a lot different than last year. Whereas you know 2015 to 2018 was a little bit more I was able to kind of compare a little bit more or see a consistent growth with one product through that time so um it's really going to look a lot different now and uh which I think is going to be kind of good for me honestly because because I'm gonna I mean I'm I'm sure I'm still going to be looking at overall month sales and trying to see if we can hit that or more um, just because I want to see that I want to see constant growth, but um, it's just going to be a little dip, a little more different. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. I think we'll probably have, I think we'll be able to compare and, but I think 
the amount of growth that we're going to see is definitely going to be attributed to the moves that we made at the end of the year. And I think that I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, it really has to be that exponential growth is going to happen this year just because we now have so many people who are so good at their tasks all pointing in that direction, but it should look totally different than last year, any year previous as far as sales. Um, you know, last year the cool part was we didn't really have many dips. We didn't have months that I, you know, out of the blue were lower sales months. And I believe a hundred percent. The reason why is I was focused all year. Whereas the year prior to that, I still had my hands in shipping and maintaining inventory and shop stuff process. And because of that, I would have to stop selling products to do some other task. And sometimes those tasks would take me two or three weeks. And then that whole month would just be a dip. So I don't know. That was a good feeling last year, just knowing that we didn't have, you know, one month is crazy high. And then the next month right after is like, holy crap, what's going on. Right. But that's, I think that's the trajectory of a growing business. You're going to have dips and and I'm not saying we won't, but I'm hoping that we don't have, I don't know. You know, I'm hoping it's just a steady, steady climb this year. But what else you, you said before the podcast, one of your other goals is more time in the office. What are you planning on doing in the office? Well, for one, I just need to do a better job of keeping up with books and, um, and emails and POs and invoices and uh, just all that stuff. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to keep a better daily routine going on that stuff. Um, but also just, um, design and engineering and concepting and stuff is something that, you know, I think about, I was kind of looking at this last night. Um, I was kind of going over, you know, looking at last year's sales and quantity of product and, and all this, you know, just, just all that stuff. And I was looking at, and it kind of hit me. I'm like, each of these products that I'm seeing sales from all have one thing in common. They all started with me and my computer and, and, and a sketch pad, you know, that the, the, they all came from, an idea and working through that idea, working through prototyping, you know, they, they, they all started in my office. They all started as an idea. And, uh, you know, these products and ideas don't just come out of thin air and just appear in clamshells and in, in my shop. And, right. um, so I really just want to spend more time this year, um, if I have an idea, just go for it. And then even if the idea doesn't pan out and it gets thrown in the, in the bin, you know, who knows, maybe it leads to another idea. Um, so yeah, my biggest, biggest goal this year is just, I'd like to come out with another two or three products this year would be awesome. And uh, and that's that's only going to happen if I spend time here in this chair in this office working on those things. That's the only way. That's, yeah. that's the only way it's going to happen. So, uh, you know, I don't know if I need to 
schedule in, you know, certain days and certain and certain hours that okay, this is you know this is idea time or or what? I'm not sure what I have to do, uh, you know, for myself to to make sure that that happens. But but uh, yeah, but that's something I see being a big part of my schedule this year. Um, I like to see that and and more time just coming up with ideas of, you know, for marketing and, and getting the product seen and collaborating. You know, those are all things that, that I'd like to spend, spend more, more of my time on. Um, one of the things that I've tasked Dusty with is, is, uh, is working closer and really, really coming up with a, um, working closer with influencers and, um, and coming up with a real outline of like a program to work, work through with our influencers and really do a better job of keeping in touch with them and um, helping guide them with what we'd like to see from them and, and ideas for them to do and just, you know, really try to work, work with them on that rather than just send a product and, and hope for the best. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that's all stuff that I really see is gonna is gonna help a lot this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. We just actually revamped our influencer program at the end of the year, and we brought on new people, and we're up to like eighteen influencers right now. Yeah, I got a list behind me of like twenty to thirty of just names that we and right uh, and but but I would say half of that are people that we do work closely with. So I mean. Yeah. yeah, I think when we finally saw a list of names, I was like, "Wow, we we really do have quite a few people that we." Well, I, and the with. other thing that I've noticed is Ridge has, you know, part of what I wanted him to do was maintain consistent communication with all of these people that are our influencers, not just in like group chats, but on one on one basis and create friendships with them. And he's been doing that. And there's days where most of his day is consumed with literally talking to them. Yeah what I've noticed is they post way more right. and it's not me. It's not me anymore. Like shooting a message once a month, like, Hey guys, haven't seen many posts. Hey, can you get stuff out? Yeah. Now it's, you know, Ridge is building real friendships with these people to the point where they can joke around in their voice chats and they're sending each other pictures and talking about stuff totally outside of what, um, you know, what we're doing as a company even, yeah. but that relationship is leading to trust and, and accountability and it's just yeah i dude if you can get dusty to well, be something that he's already yeah and that, that's something that, that he's already good at and for some reason people really like him so oh, i love dusty <laughs> everybody loves freaking, dusty freaking awesome <laughs> yeah it, what's not to love he's and, a likable guy yeah he is and that's <laughs> and, and, and and honestly like it, it does hurt me to let that go because because i love that too and right and I, and i love you know one of my goals for this, you know like i think i said this and one of my goals is to spend more time with friends and influencers and, and stuff in this business this year and but at the same time i'm also kind of pushing a lot of that over to dusty and so he's really going to be the one or it's going to be his job to yeah to be 
uh, you know, to be in touch with these people, which is going to create, yeah, which means he's going to be the one that's going to have the better relationship with these people. Um, and it's, yep. And it sucks for me to let that go because I really enjoy that too. Um, and so that's still going to be something that, that I'm going to make a point to make sure that I still, you know, you know, stay in touch with these people too. But, um, yeah, it's just like, I've, I've kind of had to let go of some of that just because I think it's going to be a beneficial thing to, to let go of that. And, uh, yeah. And to let him take that over. So that's exciting to hear that Ridge is, is doing that for you. That's cool. Yeah. And it, it's funny you say that about, it's kind of this weird, it's, it's a, a weird reality. There's some pain in letting go of things you like to do because you know that there's people that can do it more efficiently, effectively, or better than you. And I, I have those feelings now where, you know, we brought Ridge on, Ridge's wheelhouse is really photography, but he's hungry to learn videography at a very professional level. And there's been video projects I've just handed over to him. That's kind of painful for me. (laughs) You know, just, just knowing that somebody else is in the complete control of what the, what it looks like, what it feels like, how things sound, all of that stuff, color grading. But ultimately that's what I want. I want, to be offloading all of this stuff because I'm going to be needed for visionary stuff even. And I know people probably roll their eyes and they're like, Oh, how much visionary stuff can you do? I don't know. You tell me, Greg, you could be sitting here all day creating new products and, you know, new products and, you know, working on your company culture and your teamwork and, and projects within and, and, all of this different stuff could be literally my full-time job. I could never pick up, I I could go through weeks without even touching my camera without creating content and be busy. You know what I mean? With effectively busy, not just busy work, but stuff that's pivotal for the company. And so at some point as an owner, you've just, we've got to just start letting things go. And then obviously overseeing, You you don't just let things go randomly and, into the wrong hands, but you know, we have good people here and although it's been hard for me in some, in some circumstances, it always has resulted in awesome stuff. And and here's the, here's the coolest part. So we had a meeting, it was just me, Kirby and Ethan and another individual. We were meeting over in the conference room and my day was insane. And I, we had graphics we had to get made last year. I would have been so stressed in the meeting and wouldn't have been focused and wouldn't have been able to give in my thoughts and my opinions and things. But we got Ridge here now. And before I went in the meeting, I was like, Hey Ridge, we got to get this graphic done. This is what we're going to do. And all we created the game plan. By the time I was done in the meeting, the graphics were done. Yeah. And I I came out and I'm like, Holy cow, that's so nice. (laughs) It's so nice that you can now, I can now say, Hey, this is an idea and Ridge and I can collaborate on it. And then ultimately, oftentimes he executes it and I walk in after the fact and it's like, awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. So it's, it's a rewarding, it's painful. And sometimes as we're growing and, and making these changes, but it's been so rewarding too. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's exciting to think about, you know, about the possibilities of this, of this next year. And it's been, it's been so exciting in the in the last year and a few months that we've been doing this podcast just to see how far 
far we've come and, and just, you know, how, how our conversation has, has changed over the years. I, like I'm looking at, you know, you know, we're looking at each other right now. We're, we're each sitting in a different place that we were, yeah. you know, we're, we're sitting in before. And, um, it's it just, it's exciting to see. And, um, and there's, there's a lot of struggle with it and there's a lot of, um, blood, sweat and tears that comes behind that. And it's just, it's exciting to see the payoff of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Man, I'm you excited. And... I'm excited for this year. I really am. There's a lot of projects ahead. I mean, just even in the offices here, getting them ready, you know, building our, we have our main studio, but we're building a green screen room and a white box right next door, getting all of that stuff done. Um, I don't know. We just 2020, I want to take our content that we make up to the next level. So it sets a standard for the steel target industry. And I want to just go, so over the top with the professional content that no other steel target company can even touch it because the reality is I can't have everybody shoot my steel targets. You know, there's, there's people that have been saying to me for years, like, well, you just got to get people to get their hands on it. You just got to get your people to, you know, get people to get their, your hands on your targets. And it's like, you can't, You've got to also, I mean, we do demos and stuff too, but I can't go to a demo every week right. and touch 200 people and sell to three. And it, it just doesn't make sense. So I've got to create something visually that starts the conversation that gets people's attention. And then with our influencer team and with our organic customers and, and their conversations and their posting and all of that stuff that we're sharing in our stories and stuff, that's going to solidify that. 2020 is going to be a big year for us. I know that. Yep. We'll just, I'm not sure exactly how it looks yet. Yeah. Who knows? We'll be sitting. Hopefully we're sitting here in January. What is it? The second of 2021, you know, talking about how the year ended up totally different than how we thought, you know, how we thought it was. Hopefully in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) No, but it, it, you know, one of the things I thought about too is just I, I, so I've been listening to uh, oh, what is it the dichotomy, the new Booker, uh, the dichotomy, oh, the, <clears throat> dichotomy the, of leadership, not, yeah, with Jocko and Jocko. One of the last things that they were that they were talking about, they were talking about this company that 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 uh had this just go get them mentality of, of pushing for growth and, and, and they were going to move into this building that was way bigger than what they needed because they forecasted this massive growth for the company and, and all this stuff. And, um, and one of the things that they, they talked about is, you know, he loved that, that mentality about him and, and he was on board with him at first too. And then he said that, that he kind of had, had a, I don't know, you know, kind of aha type of moment where he was like, wait a minute, there's no room in that plan for downtime or, you know, a, a, a downturn in the economy or downturn in, in business or whatever. And um, it's like, you know, a lot of that plan going forward was based on, um, it, you know, was based on money that it's not there yet. And, uh, 
And so it just, it kind of got me thinking, I'm like, you know, I've, you know, you know, we have yet to see a downturn in the economy. We have yet to see a downturn in business. So um, as much as I just want to keep pushing for growth and keep on doing, doing more, I also need to be planning for a down year. And, uh, and that's going to suck. I really hate thinking about a down year because I don't do well with a, you know, I've not done, done well with a down month or, or a down on anything. I've not. Yeah. Done well. <laughs> so thinking about a down, a down year and surviving that and, and pushing out of that and stuff um, terrifies me, but that's, but that's just the reality of business and the reality of the cycle of the economy and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Hopefully we have a couple more years where we don't have to navigate that. (laughs) You know, that, that could happen at any point. And you know, you're right. You, you've got to, you've got to be somewhat realistic with what you're doing and maybe not even realistic, maybe just planning for everything, like thinking about the reality of what could occur. And, And I don't find myself obsessing over black swan events, things I can't control, but things like the economy are going to go down at some point. And, you know, I, I've kind of been the first to profess. I'm not a business expert. I'm, I didn't study the theory of business for 50 years and come out with some master degree or anything, but we're being wise, you know, we're not, we're not stretching ourselves too thin, but we did take risks and that's, they're calculated. Though. I think that's, I think that's where you could get reckless or you could be calculated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get to be calculated with things, and um, you know, have a, I have a backup plan. Just, you know, I've got a backup plan if things don't don't pan out, and I need to move out of this. I need to move out of the shop, you know. And, and that was, but that was something that helped me make the decision to move here. Was that if if I need to back out, I've got a plan for that. So, uh, yeah, being calculated, having a backup plan. Weighing, you know, weighing the, the the pros and cons of a decision is uh is smart. At some point, it all it, at some point it does come down to taking a leap because you don't know the future. Um, I was talking to my buddy who's looking at yeah he he too has been looking for a new shop for a while now, and there's a few that have fallen through and haven't worked out, but he just he just came across one that that is is bigger than, than what he thinks he needs and consequently costs more than what he was hoping to pay. And he was, you know, we had, we were talking the other day just about um, it's the pros and cons of, you know, we, we just kind of worked through the pros and cons and if there's a, back, a backup plan and um, ultimately he's, uh, he's, he made the decision to do it. Um, and it, you know, one of his, his fears is he's like, you know, what if I get this place and then the summer slows down or the rest of the year slows down? You know, right now he's crazy. So, right. Well, you know, you, you, know, you have to plan on, you know, you have to plan on working harder too, you know, or but nice thing about having a bigger place is you can say yes to more projects and you can start looking for more projects. And um, so. Right. Yeah. It's, it's this whole crazy game, man. But it'll be an exciting year. I'm I'm ready. 
I'm excited to even just today to get out with Paul and hit the range. And yeah, it's like 20 degrees, but we have some revisions to the eight app target system that are, are dropping probably January 10th. If I had to guess, you know, we're going to, I'm not expecting that to result in like tons of people buying the target systems, but it's going to offer a lot more value even more than what it already offers people when they buy our target systems. But just the additions that we've done, the revisions, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's cool. man. So that's the the theme of the video today is just the new ADAP video or ADAP 2.0 or whatever I'm going to call it. And then we'll get that on the site, get the new pictures up and then drop these on the 10th. Sweet. Pretty cool. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and then from there, it's it's just getting all these other products done, getting tons of photos done. It's a mess, but we're moving forward. Yeah, I got to work on the rest of the day. Um, so I need to come up with two displays for Shot Show. I need one for the new product center for the Century Strap, and I need one for our for our table on the next next pavilion, next hallway. Uh, so I've two different displays I got to get get going, which honestly it's kind of been fun. You know, that's what I did for, you know, for over a decade was engineer displays. So it's been fun to kind of sit down and draw up these displays. I've been talking to my buddy that I, I used to work with. I wanted to display places kind of asking him some questions. This, this is how they still do it. If there's a better way. I'm kind of, t- I'm, I'm kind of got a little flashback here working on, working on displays, but it's, it's a lot of work because I'm also going to kind of, well, like as far as as material getting cut and stuff like that, I'm not going to do that. But I'll probably be doing the assembly. But basically, I've got I've got less than two weeks until these things have to these displays got to ship to Vegas. So that's a, that's my biggest. Plus, I mean, I have other things that have to get done too. But that's my that's my biggest thing I got to get get going. Yeah, it's fun to sometimes go back into your old career. But then I'm happy to get out of it. <laughs> like, well, it's, you know, I go back to drafting and it's a necessary thing for me to do. It's not that I don't enjoy you know, designing a product or, or making it work or figuring out how to make it better, but I don't enjoy that as much as telling the story of the product. Right. So there's times where I, I love to get into drafting and I love to spend a couple of hours and do all this brainstorming. But then I'm like, man, I have no idea how I did that for years how I sat there every day, day in and day out, you know, 10 hours a day drafting. No, I agree. Dude, I, could, I could not go back to that. Oh, and it, like it was tough. I came in for a little bit yesterday on New Year's Day. Cause my family's like, we're all still adjusting from Utah. Uh, you know, they're two hours behind. So we're all, sleeping in and wanting to stay up two two hours later. So my family's still on that schedule. I'm like, Oh, they aren't going to be up. You know, they're going to be rolling out of bed till noon anyway. So I might as well go into work. So I came in yesterday and, uh, and I sat down and I started, I started drawing stuff, modeling stuff up. And then my mind would go to, Oh, I need to, I need to do this or that. So I get up and I go mess with that in the shop and, um, which isn't not great to do, but you know, part of me was just thinking, I'm like, man, I don't know how I sat at the desk for over 10 years and just modeled stuff 
I can't. <laughs> as much as I'm enjoying it, which is fun because I get to do that. Like I, I, I get to come up with these displays for my product, for my company, and for right the show that I'm going to. So it makes it a little more personal, a little more fun. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. There's no way I could go back to just 3D modeling for 50 hours a week. Yep. Well, good thing we don't have to. Right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, we wrap up and get back to work. Yep. I'm going to go get my cameras all geared up. I got to wipe off some cards, get everything ready. And then the rest of my week is going to be getting this, uh, getting this ADAP video done and getting the shot show passes, which I still haven't done. Should take long. Well, it's a pain in the butt, but I'll get it done. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a good rest of the week. Big hug for me. I will. Hi. I will. Sounds good. All right, man. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. We'll see you. Yeah.